Hello, welcome to the Dead Air Dudes. I'm Izzy. I'm Raka. Hello, everybody out there. Dead Air Dudes Nation, live and strong. Live and strong, and if you do not know, yes, this meeting is being recorded, according to Raka's computer. There's a bevy of movies out. It seems like uh, the summer summer movie uh, season is in full swing. Yes. And uh, to start things off, we have Halloween in in May. Yes. Now, we're going to uh, try to attempt, we did this with a couple of other, other episodes, a couple of other movies. We're going to give a, we're going to give you guys a Zack Snyder-a-thon, or a Zack Snyder-palooza zombie edition, right? We're going to uh, compare, contrast, and a quick review both of The Army of the Dead, 2021 and Dawn of the Dead, the remake from 2004, both directed by none other than the man of the hour, Zack Snyder. Okay. Now, it actually was in the works in 2004, prior to 2004, actually, 2001 to 2004, when they were developing Dawn of the Dead, where this Army of the Dead was supposed to be the sequel. That was the game plan at the time. I mean, look. So many things like in Hollywood, there's politics, things get shelved, projects happen. Dawn of the Dead, by and large, was extremely well received. You could, you could really actually, if you wanted to, in your, in your mind's eye or whatever, you can say that this is, could definitely be a sequel to Dawn of the Dead. You, know, you, you could actually make you know, the points to it. Except we don't know how. Well, let's get ready. If you guys haven't seen it, watch it. And here are spoilers, so be forewarned. So, real quickly, Raka, give us a quick synopsis, a synopsis of Army of the Dead. And, uh, well, I'll start off with a shameless plug. So, I did a quickie mini review. Basically, uh, the movie which features Batista, Dave Batista. Um, now, it's not an origin story in the sense of going way, way, way back, but they do tell you there's a military convoy that's holding a payload that is being heavily guarded. And in typical, I guess you call this horror comedy fashion, a newlywed couple gets into an accident with the convoy and a package. To be that and uh, head on collision, get it? Yes. Oh boy. Look, Zack Snyder's known for this. It's campy, it's over the top, it's it's comedic, some might say borderline corny, but it works. In my opinion, it works because that's what uh, Evil Dead, this, that, did we go on and on? Zombie Land, it's horror, but you gotta laugh a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he has a mind of a, of a 15 year old boy, which is, which is cool. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not gonna make for outstanding filmmaking for some for some of, of, of you uh, critics out there, but if you want an enjoyable romp, is what it is. So yeah, and obviously the payload uh, survives, and within the payload is the happy zombie, but not just a regular zombie. It's an alpha zombie. Take it away, Ron. So apparently, from Area Fifty One. So, of course, allusion to an alien technology. 
<clears throat> the alpha zombie does not go down at all to bullets. Um, they didn't really try a traumatic blow to the head. They couldn't because he moves too fast, thinks, calculates, studies, and attacks his prey with lightning quickness. You're talking about a 28 Days Later type of zombie melved in with something totally different. This zombie can think. This zombie can process. And so the only this, ha this all happened outskirts of Las Vegas. Yeah, the only thing the zombie cannot do is speak, but they do have a form of communication. And when he bites someone, he turns them into an alpha zombie. Not just Which opens up a question. So how did the other zombies form? Touche. I would assume that it's because the other alpha zombies he bit do not have the same power he has. And when they bite others... They become weaker. It's kind of like another generation of a copy. Blah, 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 blah. I hate the fact that we need to explain this, but that, that's fine. But anyway, I'm sorry I'm getting too winded. Basically, the basically. Alpha, uh, but the secondary alpha, the alphas that were that were aren't alphas, true alphas, because you can't turn turn alphas. Right. So, long story short, this happens in Vegas. Vegas falls within minutes. The most fantastic part of the beginning is in classic montage uh, Zack Snyder fashion. He goes through a series of stop sequences. I know you don't really like this. Short slow-mos and quick paces and feel the depth. And you kind of get the picture how quickly Vegas falls. <clears throat> it's getting quarantined. And all the survivors, mostly ex-military guys, including, of course, Dave Bautista, they're they're out and about doing odd jobs, trying to survive, trying to cope. Meanwhile, they all suffer traumatic loss. Yeah. But the survivors, I mean, it, it goes, it shows kind of the, 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 the starring cast and how they survive. And basically what the happening is that they form a, a fence or a gate around Vegas proper, you know, the city. And like with uh, containers, you know, like shipping containers. And I don't know, yeah, we're very, 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 very high. And a whole bunch of Optimus Primes backed up together. Pretty much. And then everything out, all those zombies and whatever is left is in Vegas itself is inside. So, without getting too long-winded in this, like you said, they're working odd jobs, then all of a sudden... Tanaka, right? Bly Tanaka, the rich trillionaire what, mogul, he offers Batista 250 mil. Go back inside the quarantine zone, into the heart of Vegas, into his casino, and bust open the vault that has this money that he already been paid for by insurance, which is also a discrepancy thing, what insurance covers 250. Anyway, um, Long story short, offers him and a bunch of mercenaries go back in. Things get complicated because Bautista's daughter helps refugees. There's a refugee camp on the outsides of, of Vegas that have lost people and they, they don't know if they're quarantined, if they're infected, what? How annoying was, was, was his daughter? The daughter thing was Mondo. Listen, the storyline itself has some holes. 
it has as many, it's like a Swiss cheese. It's like a, it's like a, a piece of Swiss cheese, that, 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 that screenplay, right? No, I get it. I love Dave, I love Dave Batista. The roles he selected, he performs well in. So I'm not trashing him. But you're trying to lend yourself into the main character's shoes. As much as we love Batista, he's not a master specimen. No, but he's, his character is supposed to be noble. You want to root for him. But it looks from the outset, most of the movie, he's going back in for money. Granted, you find out later that the money was for his daughter and for other people to start their lives again. He lost his wife. He had to kill her in front of the daughter to save them, but it was really traumatic. I think what gets lost in this shuffle is the real, like the, the character development side. It was kind of set aside. We're trying to root for this character who's basically going back into danger for money. Why do I care? Why do I care gets hurt? So they had to inject the daughter. You don't care. That's right. Oh, and you watch the movie because you want to see the, the, the cool kills. You want to see the gore. You want to see the zombie. You want to see Batista power slam some freaking zombies. All right. Now, let's not get too deep into into uh, our, you know, how we feel about the movie. Let's just, let's just finish it. What'd you like about it? Um, we, 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 I said we, we're done with it. Have you recap? We're done with it? We're done with it? I think we're done with it. I don't want to give too much away. That's pretty, That's the premise. That's it in a nutshell. There's right. not much to it. I thought about it. I... I at first, I had issues with it, but uh, on the overall, I, I, mean, I loved it. I pretty much loved it. I, eh, it was good. It, it, was, it good. was good. I mean, it's no zombie land. No, no, no. It's not zombie land. It's not. It wasn't that clever. Not even Dawn of the Dead. His Dawn, oh, Dawn of the Dead. See, Dawn of the Dead is a masterpiece, in my opinion, because you have a perfect meld of characters, uh, struggle, commonality, human side, and wicked kills. So, Super fast, ultra crazy zombies. Really quick, let's go to 2004's Dawn of the Dead. Also directed by Zack Snyder, starring Sarah Polly, Bing Rames, Chiefs, uh, and a bunch of others. Obviously, <laughs> also <laughs> written by um, James Gunn. I didn't know this. James Gunn obviously taken over all also from George Romero's original screenplay. Oh, Mackay Pfeiffer, Jake Weber, uh, Ty Burrell, Kevin Zeggers, you know, on and on and on and on. And if you guys have seen the original Dawn of the Dead in the, the mall, the classic, this basically takes, you know, the basic concept of that. And Sarah Polly's a nurse, uh, ER nurse? She's an ER nurse, right? Yeah. And I mean, escapes a zombie attack, runs into the group of survivors, including Big Rains and the cop, and they find the mall, go to the mall, you know, shit goes sideways, and they find out these zombies can run, and it's not, you know, they don't just go. They didn't even think, though. No. There was no alpha. They didn't communicate. They no, didn't. So this was a far departure. No, it was more of, I guess, instinctual animals more than, but it, it wasn't like how in Army of the Dead, the alpha literally, didn't, you know. Controlled everybody. Controlled everyone. He turned people when he wanted to turn them. 
he um, he felt pain and he felt hurt. And he, and he was a father. Here, and he was a father. Spoiler, yes. Now, now that we gave, you know, the Don't Know Dead happy recap, now we go with the comparisons and contrasting and everything else. Yeah. The, the style was completely different. It was completely it different. Dawn of the Dead remake. It was. 04. There wasn't his typical, which I, I like, the, but there wasn't the kick-ass soundtrack. There wasn't the field of depth. There wasn't the slow-mos. There wasn't the big panoramic views. His first, his first big budget film. But so. there wasn't any of that. It was made in a very classic horror movie-like fashion. Huge suspense, huge buildup. When action happened, it happened almost real time. Very little comedy, if any, if any comedy. No, it, it it was, but from beginning to end, you were gripping on, um, rooting for these characters and their survival. Yes, you, you slowly you, see them wither away, go at each other's throats, um, humanity versus humanity, trying to find a way and then escape, and then. It was a very good, complete movie from top to bottom. No, I think it's. I think it's arguably. I might, you know. Don't shoot the messenger. Argue, it might be as good, if not better, as Romero's original. No, I think this was a rare exception where it was actually better. You know, and it was even down to the ending where you knew how what, it was just superior. It was a superior film. It, no. That's why, it, you know, in a way, it's hard to compare these two movies, even though he's the same director, because they're two different movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, this is a Vegas, you know, Army is a Vegas hotshot. <clears throat> it, it's almost like um, a continuous video, uh, um, montage video of action, and it's not in the sense of uh, what does a horror movie really, really have? Not a slasher or, or, or a horror comedy. It's, it's straight suspense. Okay, we love the movie Midsommar. Yes. Dark, suspenseful, had you at the edge of your seat the entire time. And not even jump scares. We're talking about masterfully done drama, but with scary supernatural overtones. That's a great horror movie. That's what Dawn is. Army is... Kick all that to the side. Load up as much ammo as you got. It's almost like slasher violence, but it was, it was both entertaining in two separate worlds. Army of the Dead is an action horror film. With, even, with comedy. comedy it's a zombie. Yeah. It's, it's a land taking, you know, times a thousand without all the all, all the good stuff in it, you know? Yeah, it's it's wildly entertaining. That's why I don't want to get it all mixed up. Well, it's wildly entertaining, but there were only very few parts, few in between that were actually scary and or suspenseful. You know? And that's it. I mean... Now, one thing I did find interesting between both movies is the fact that he has this thing about creating a zombie baby. Yes. You know? Which, you know, you talk about the actual possible scientific possibilities of it. it makes no sense. I think in the alpha makes no sense anyway. No, but you throw it all away because it's zombie. 
So you, you open the door, you can basically do whatever you want. But how does everything work? It makes no sense. To the only credit of... And there's, and there's, you know... Uh, the only credit to Zack Snyder is did this... Is it his baby? Uh, was she pregnant already? And his DNA infected her and baby a la Blade? See, but there again, we're answering his. We're answering it for him. I think on purpose he left these things open, just like you have the thing saying, "Oh, this." Remember the beginning shot where the two military guys are driving and they have the package, they have yeah. the payload, and they're saying, "Do I have to spell it out for you? We're coming from Area Fifty One, aliens." Blah blah blah. So without outright saying it, without a scientist plugged in there to say it, he's very much with. You know, all circumstantial pointing out that the zombie apocalypse infection is rooted in alien technology or DNA. I mean, so it's him doing it without saying it outright. So when he holds up the fetus, he's basically telling you he procreated baby, a baby zombie, which God knows what that would have been. That would have been. Heir to the to the to the zombie alpha throne. Would have been, would have been yeah. It would have been an alpha alpha. Would have been a super alpha. Which, by the way, the only thing not really a spoiler. It's in the movie, but um, they're against the clock in the movie because the U.S. has decided to nuke Vegas yeah. and incinerate everything in there again. If you want to go spectacular, he went all the way here. No, I mean, no. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he just went all out. The only other issue I have, again, if we're going scientific, towards the end. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Towards I, I, the I, end. I have one big issue, man. Okay, they detonate the nuke, right? The low-grade dirty bomb, whatever you want to call it. The shockwave itself would have killed everyone. Should have killed everything. I mean, all it did is put down the helicopter that was ready on one propeller. You know, again, I get it. It's a movie. You know, and the big spoiler, I'm not going to get away with. I'm not going to say it. The true ending of the movie which I thought was, you know, again, there's no huge surprises. You kind of calculate. You can guess everything coming. There wasn't like a left, a left-hand turn that you didn't see coming up. Some really good movies do that to you. We're like the oh, oh shit moment. Everything, everything was <clears throat> from, from the beginning. And I have but one question. Where the hell was Gita at the end of the film? She was dead, wasn't she? We don't know. We never saw her again. <clears throat> he got in the helicopter. Helicopter crashes. Did she fall out? Did she get eaten? That's true. They didn't address that. The, did a black hole chew her up? Yeah, there's... I mean, what is this? Two hours and 25 minutes? Yeah, it was pretty long. And I, I tell you guys, it was like two hours and 23 minutes. Yes. No joke, like 57 minutes. Mr. Snyder's fallen in love with the, the epic movies here. Yes, it's, it's building the team. He loves the team. He's a team builder. He loves going, going back to my last point, 
in Dawn of the Dead, I certainly didn't see it coming. And I love that oh shit moment when they're almost made it to the boat. And Sarah Polly holds up the hand. Come on. It's like, no, nah, I'm going to watch the sunrise. And he just turns his wrist and shows. That's genius. I didn't see that coming. And that rips your heartstrings right out. This is beautiful. You think everyone survives? Hell freaking no. And that is the, one of the beautiful things of Dawn that's taken out of here. And again, it's, it's harder and harder to compare the two because they are two different movies, almost two different genre, subgenres. Obviously, let's, let's, let's just get it out of the way. Obviously, as you mentioned before, Dawn is a superior movie. So in this clash of zombie, Snyderverse, obviously Dawn wins out. But again, it does not make, it does not, make Army of Dead a bad movie. It's just flawed, but fun. Ultra enjoyable. The only thing I could point out in comparison, and of course, I'm not equating the two. Please don't get it twisted, folks. Um, Evil Dead. Okay. Evil Dead was campy. It was scary. There was more horror than comedy. But there's a lot of funny parts. Yes. You know, I can't, I can't remember Don laughing hard. There's some smiles on your faces when certain characters say some witty things or people about to, to jump on each other, but not, not like that. So if Don is a five-star Michonne Machetes, I'd give Army three and a half, maybe four. Okay, if you put it that, if, if, if Dawn is five Michonne machetes or katanas, then I give Army three. Oh, three. three. I got to give him credit for what he did do here that was fun. I mean, again, I think he's getting better and better with his selection for soundtracks. The, the, the music at certain points really gets you going. Um, there's different renditions. I should have noted it down. There's some different rever- like covers of different songs, but done by different people. Um, perfect, spot on. Gets you. It's the right music, the right setting. And I, you could be a fan. I don't know if you're a fan of his. No, I know you're not. Of his ultra slow mo scenes. I mean, look when when it's needed and necessary. <clears throat> I'm all for it. Hey. Give me some sucker punch every day and I'll be happy. You know what I mean? But. But long story short, for you horror hands out there, anybody just aching and scratching to, for Halloween to come around and it's a four or five months away. This is a great action flick to check out, watch. It's on Netflix right now. Netflix funded $90 million for this baby. At the time, uh, it was the most expensive Netflix movie ever made. You know, um, right now it's trending as we speak right now, uh, May 27th, it's trending as the number one um, viewed movie on Netflix. And I get it. You have movies now coming out a la Quiet Place 2, strictly in theaters. Which we didn't think during the whole pandemic in a year and a half now that this would, uh, that would be the case. You know, but this is a streamed movie you know, so they're still capturing that market. Well, that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed our Snyder Zombie Palooza. And as always, please like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you guys for 
checking us out as much as you guys do. And gals, of course. And yeah. That's pretty much it. Save the whales. Enjoy the movie. Take care, guys.